Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. And today we have episode 52 on the four beliefs of sales. When I taught this material about a month ago, my clients were blown away. They had no idea that there were certain beliefs holding them back from making sales, making more money, feeling confident, putting their work out into the world. In fact, a lot of them thought that they had one block, but actually it turns out they had multiple blocks or a different type of block. And then after this training, they were able to get the clarity that they needed to make some huge shifts in their life and business and really start to increase their sales, make more money, reach more people. And I know that's what you're excited about as well. So after today's episode, you're going to be able to identify which of the four beliefs are stopping you and holding you back from everything that you desire. Then you're going to have the tools you need to shift that and to really transform your thinking to create more sales, create more wealth, create more impact in your life and business. Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. As you've just heard, today's episode is all about the four beliefs of sales. So let's go ahead and dive into the material. So did you know that staying broke is actually due to your mindset? Most people believe that making money is hard, that rich people are evil, that sales is wrong. If you haven't heard about money mindset or haven't heard me talk about money mindset, go back and listen to some of our episodes on that exact topic or read my book, or listen to truly anything I've ever done before, because you will hear that money mindset is one of my favorite topics. And it's honestly one of the keys to the success that you're craving. So just briefly, let me cover a few things here about money mindset. So what happens when we grow up is that we learn about money, we learn about uh, thoughts about money, beliefs about money from our parents, from our friends, from our grandparents, from society. And we bring that into our adulthood. We bring that into our business. And most of the time, it doesn't actually serve us. There are a lot of harmful beliefs and blocks that are created when we're children and then brought into adulthood. And so today, we're going to take a look at what is stopping you from making the sales that you desire in your company. And this is really about four different beliefs that may be holding you back. And I believe that you're going to be truly surprised when you hear these four beliefs and you start to identify the ways in which you're stopping yourself. And yes, stopping yourself is the correct language here. Stopping yourself from reaching those sales goals. And once you uncover the belief or the the beliefs that are holding you back, you're going to be able to transform those. So what I want you to really understand is that you are actually a natural salesperson. So when you were born, you had to sell your parents on this idea that you were hungry. (laughs) You would cry, you would do what needed to happen in order to get the food and the nourishment that you needed. And yet somehow when we become adults, as we grow up, we have this belief system that sales is wrong. Now I want you to really think about where that came from for you. Is that a true belief that you have? And I also want you to think about if you don't sell, what's going to happen? If you don't put your product or service out into the world, what will happen? What will be the repercussion? So for a lot of people, it's not just that the company won't move forward and that the company won't make money. It's they won't make impact. People won't be in their programs and won't be served and won't be inspired and won't be taught. Think about Oprah. If she never sold herself on the idea that she could be a talk host, where would we all be? 
maybe it's not as detrimental as I'm making it out to be. But can you imagine a world without Oprah? Can you imagine not having the Oprah Winfrey show or O Magazine? Maybe there's somebody else who inspires you. I don't know. But people have to sell themselves in order to get anything done, in order to make an impact, in order to put their message out into the world, in order to really reach others. So regardless of what your goal is, whether to make a lot of money or make a lot of impact or make both, I want you to really think about how you not selling is going to damage that, is actually going to make that impossible to achieve. And start to wrap your head around the fact that sales is essential to you being successful and having the impact that you were destined to have. You truly were destined. And the people who have the most money in the world, that 1%, they believe that there's money everywhere. They believe in abundance. They believe their clients have the money and they believe in what they're selling and believe in selling itself, right? So I want you to really start to think about your core beliefs about sales, where they came from, and then start to have a more open mind about selling and see that it's actually essential to your success. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into this material. The first belief, number one, is belief in yourself. So do you believe that you can actually have what you want? Maybe you're sitting here listening to this episode today thinking, I want to sign up a new client, or I want to sell 50 courses, or I want to sell 50,000 courses, I want to sell 50,000 of my product. Do you actually believe that you can have that? Because most people don't. Most people don't believe that they are worthy of what it is that they're saying that they want. Number one, they don't let themselves dream. They don't allow themselves to go there for fear of missing out, for fear of disappointment, for fear of being judged. So I want you to really ask yourself today, what is it that you actually want? And do you believe that you can have what it is that you're saying that you want? Now, at the time that I'm recording this, I'm really, really passionate about you setting yourself up for the year ahead. So maybe that's an easier thing to think about. Maybe you can think about what you want for the year that's coming up for 2020. What is it that you actually desire? And do you believe that you can have what it is that you want? Because like I said, most people actually don't. They don't acknowledge what they want, and then they don't believe that they can have it. Do you believe that it's possible for you to achieve the things that you're saying that you want? Do you see yourself achieving your goals? One of the most amazing documentaries that James and I watched this year is one on Alex Honnold, who is a climber. It's the documentary called Free Solo. And he decided to scale this 3,000 foot terrain, rock, mountain, straight up in the air uh, without a rope. And this is someone who literally spent two years visualizing and creating belief that he could do this, mapping out every step of the climb, every minute of the climb, seeing himself actually achieve it in his mind before he even attempted to do it. Now, this is the type of belief that we're looking to generate. Do you see yourself actually doing what it is that you want to do? Or is this a pipe dream? What is the feeling that comes up for you when you see yourself hitting that financial goal, hitting $50,000 months, $100,000 months, $200,000 months, hitting $5,000 months? I don't know what your number is. Whatever it is that you desire in terms of sales, do you actually see yourself doing that? If not, I want you to spend some time creating that belief and starting to visualize it. Because the mind doesn't know the difference between what has happened and what you desire to happen. 
happen. All it knows is what you're feeding it. So just like Alex and the documentary Free Solo, which I highly recommend, by the way, you need to generate the belief that it's already happened. It's already your destiny. It's already written in the stars. You've already done it. And you generate that belief to the extent that your body, your mind, your conscious mind doesn't know the difference. It thinks, okay, well, that's already the reality. That's already destined for me. That's already here. And so I'm going to bring it in. I'm going to call it in. I'm going to do it. Now, most people are operating with a faulty belief in self. And I want you to really understand whether that's you. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in what it is that you are destined to do, to do? Do you believe that your desires are literally dropped in and that everything you want wants you back? The rock climber, Alex, he could have stopped. He could have never even attempted it. Everyone said he was crazy. No one had ever done it before. He could have stopped, but he generated the belief in himself for two years. And we're not talking about anyone scaling a 3,000-foot mountain without ropes. So don't tell me that sales is hard. Don't tell me that what you want to do is hard. Don't tell me that you can't achieve it because you can achieve anything that you desire. And it starts with belief in the desire and putting yourself out there. Okay. So it's your duty to take a look at the beliefs that aren't serving you and transform them. And when you focus on the belief and you see yourself actually doing what you're saying that you want to do. The belief overtakes the fear. The fear diminishes. It's no longer there because you've already taught your mind that this is what's going to happen. This is how we're doing things. This is the new reality. This is the new normal. $100,000 months, $200,000 months, $50,000 months. That's the new normal. Filling my mastermind, filling my program, selling all these courses, selling all these products. That's the new normal. That's the belief that you want to generate in yourself. All right, number two. Belief in what you're selling. Now, this one blows my mind. I have so many clients who don't actually believe in what it is that they're selling. I hear this all the time. Well, I don't know if my program's going to work. I don't know if the course is going to work. I don't know. There's other people out there who are doing it better. There's other people out there who are getting more results. What if my clients don't get results? I don't know if my clients are going to get results. These are just some of the phrases that I hear on a daily basis. So I want to ask you today, do you believe in what it is that you're selling? Or are you putting something out there with a half-hearted feeling about it? You have to sell to yourself before you can sell to anyone else. If you don't believe in or buy into what it is that you're selling, then other people definitely won't. So I want you to ask yourself, is your energy pure when it comes to what you're selling? Now, there's been plenty of times where I've created something and something just feels off about it. And I know that I need to get it right in my mind and in my heart before I put it out into the world because people will feel that energy. If you're on the phone with somebody writing an email about something or recording a video about it and your energy is not pure, if your energy is not aligned with what it is that you're selling, people will feel that. There will be doubt. There will be seeds of doubt planted in their mind. You will never have said anything wrong. It will just be an energetic thing that plants seeds of doubt in their mind and they won't buy because a confused mind always says no. So you need to sell to yourself before you can sell to anyone else. And sometimes for people, that's a simple tweak. So maybe right now the price feels a little bit high. Okay, so what can you add into your product or what can you transform in terms of your product or offering that will shift things for you, make you feel more confident? 
I know for me, when I was selling, just starting out selling, I had that period of 54 no's in a row, 54 people who didn't want to work with me. Now, because I had the belief in myself, I was able to keep going and move through that. But the belief in what I was selling still needed a little bit of work. And so what my coach instructed me to do was to take 50% off the price of the program I was selling. And that really helped me generate more confidence in what I was selling and helping people know that I truly felt like it was the best thing since sliced bread. And if they were not going to take advantage of the opportunity to work with me in a 90-day program, which at the time, by the way, was only $1,500, now we charge over six figures for that, then they were crazy. That was truly the belief that I had. If you're not going to take this opportunity, great, on to the next. And it wasn't in a mean way, but I truly generated a confidence confidence in what I was selling because I lowered the price. Now, I sold 10 of those and then raised the price. So I didn't stay at that price point for very long. It only took a few sales to increase the confidence. So maybe you need to lower the price or tweak the price. Some people aren't pricing high enough, and so they actually don't have belief in their product. It feels crazy to sell it at a low price. It doesn't feel aligned. So we're just looking to find that sweet spot for you. Maybe you want to add in something. Maybe you want to tweak it a little bit. Maybe you want to do a bit more testing. Maybe you just need to refine it a little bit. Again, you have to sell yourself before you can sell it to anyone else. So ask yourself, what is going to create more belief in my product? How can I improve this? How can I make this so... When I get on stage or on video or on camera talking about it, people feel the belief. People feel that I am so confident about this work or this program or product that it's a no-brainer for them to buy. And the energy is pure. Your belief in the product must be greater than the doubt. Okay? And what if you believed in your product so much that you felt like it was your duty to tell people about what your offering is? Think about if you had a cure for cancer. Wouldn't you want to tell everyone in the world about it, right? You would have such a belief in your product. You would know that the results that it will help people achieve are going to save lives, transform lives, transform families for, for forever, forever to come. And that's truly what I believe about what we sell at I Heart My Life. The work that we're doing, it's not just about the work today. It's a movement that we're creating. It's, it's going to affect generations to come. Okay, so what if you believed it was your duty to tell people about your product or offering because it was that good? And trust me, for most of the people listening, yes, you right here, you don't actually have to change anything. You just need to do some work around the belief in your product. You need to write out all of the positives. What are the results that it helps people achieve? How does it change lives? How does it change mindsets? How does it change health? How does it change energy? How does it change families? And remind yourself of the good that you're doing in the world because most of the time we forget. Most of the time we downplay what it is that we're selling. So just ask yourself, what do you need to change in order to increase your confidence? Is it just a matter of doing the exercise I just described, writing out all the positives, writing out all the incredible things that you do in the world and the impact that you're making? Or do you need to actually make a tweak? Does something need to change? What's stopping you from believing in your product? Only you can answer that. I want you to take some time to do that. Literally right now in this episode, you can pause it or you can come back. All right, belief number three is belief in your clients. This is a huge one. It's one of my favorites. So do you believe that there are people who want the result that you're selling? We all know that people want a cure for cancer. But what if you're selling something that is health coaching, for example? Do you believe that people want the result that you're selling? 
Do you believe that they want to lose weight or to have more energy? I don't know what it is that you're selling, but do you believe there are people who want the result that you're selling? So many people, myself included, especially those of us who were new in business at one point in time, at the beginning, we believe, I don't know if there's enough clients. I don't know if there's enough people out there. I remember I saw Marie Forleo. I discovered her when I was uh, a new coach. My friend sent me her website and just said, I thought you'd like this. And I took one look and immediately felt this whole wave of sadness and jealousy and comparison all in one. And I thought to myself, oh, gosh, she's doing exactly what I'd love to do. Maybe she has all the clients. Maybe there's no one left for me. So this is a mindset shift that has to happen. You have to remember that there are more than enough clients out there for you. That's the first step. So we have over 7 billion people in the world, half of which and whom are online. So do you believe that there are people out there who want to purchase from you from the 3 billion who are online if you're selling something online? Do you believe that? And by the way, there's been a training, there's a training that I did all about how many people it took for us to reach seven figures in sales. And it was about 500 clients. So do you believe that there are 500 people out of seven and a half billion or 3 billion online who will purchase from you to support you in achieving your financial goals? I hope that you're saying yes to yourself right now. Because if you have the belief system that there are not enough not enough clients in particular, that belief system is probably running rampant in your life in other ways, the belief of not enough. So I want you to start to see that there are an abundance of people out there who desire to purchase from you. And that will really help you on your sales calls because so often we're attached to the one person who booked the call or the five people who booked the call who maybe don't say yes And we think, oh, no, I shouldn't be doing this or I can't do this or it's not possible for me. I want you to truly remember that there are more than enough. And if someone says no, great, on to the next. There will be another one. There will be lots of other ones coming coming your way. Okay, I want you to really remember that. The next belief in your clients I want you to ask yourself about is do you believe your clients have the ability to invest in you? That's a huge one. Do you believe your clients have the ability to invest in you? So often people come into our programs with the belief that their clients don't have any money. I hear it all the time. Oh, I'm just not attracting people with money. My clients don't have a lot of money. My clients are young, so they don't have a lot of money. Yes, there are certain groups of people who might have a lower economic status than others. Okay, so of course, do your research, figure out which group you want to be associated with, who you want to target. But at the same time, I believe that if someone has a desire for something, the money is already there. And so when you operate with that belief, this abundance mentality that people will always find the money for what they want, you don't buy into the story of not enoughness and you don't put your money beliefs on somebody else. So think about that. Do you do that? Do you get on calls or send out emails thinking, oh, you know what? I don't think anyone's going to be able to afford this. If that's the case, number one, I want you to cut your prices in half because you are not generating the confidence needed. You're not putting the confidence out in the world that you need to in order to sell. And number two, it's essential that you start shifting that belief right now today, because it's not only harming you and your business, but it's harming your clients. And here's what I mean by that. When we hold people to a higher standard and we believe that they are resourceful and they can find the money, that's crucial. And it changes their life. Just having that belief in them changes their life. 
Whereas on the flip side, if you believe that they can't generate the money, they can't find the money, they are not resourceful, how do you think that makes them feel? That doesn't create shift anywhere. It doesn't create shift in your business, doesn't create shift in their life. They have far too many friends and family members who are giving them that sort of feedback. You can't do it. Get your head out of the clouds. It's not possible for you. You need to be the one that sees them in a new way of light, a new light, a new way of living, a new way of operating, a new way of doing things and new possibilities. So start to generate the belief in yourself and you'll also be able to generate it in your clients and your potential clients and your community. I don't buy the BS that people tell me on sales calls, the BS that they don't have the money, that it's not possible for them, that they don't have the time. You've got to be kidding me. I didn't have the money when I started this company, but I found it and I made it happen. And if James hadn't been kind enough to lend me the money, I would have gotten it somewhere else. So someone sent me a message. Someone had the audacity, in my opinion, to send me the message saying, you know what? I've heard your story many times, but it doesn't seem like you're actually self-made. You have this whole thing around don't ask your husband for permission. And yet your husband funded your business. I don't understand. Can you help me understand? And frankly, I was a little annoyed. But on the flip side, I I appreciated the question. I understood that it activated me for uh, for many reasons. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to look at this and I'm going to respond with kindness. And the truth is, is like I just said, yes, James did lend me his credit card. But had he not been willing to do that, I would have found the money somewhere else because I believe that money is abundant. I believe that we can find it anywhere. I believe when we have a purpose and a desire, we will find the money. We will make it happen. And at the time that James lent me his credit card to put $7,500 on it, he was making about $2,000 a month. So that was over three months of, of, of wages of his salary that he let me have, right? He gave me a start and I'm so grateful for that. But I didn't ask for permission, number one. I asked for his support. And had he not been willing to give it, I would have found it somewhere else. So that's the difference. Do you believe that people are resourceful? Do you believe that people have the ability to invest in you? And one of the things that helped me really make that shift was what I like to call my rich grandma method. (laughs) So I believe that everyone has a rich grandma in their corner. Maybe that grandma truly is a grandma and it's inheritance or something like that, or your grandma lends you money, or maybe it comes in the form of a credit card, or it comes in the form of a supportive husband like James, or in a business loan. There's always an abundance of money. And again, you have to generate that belief for yourself before you can generate it for your clients. And you need to stop projecting your own limiting beliefs on your clients. I know it might feel like you don't have the time right now, or you don't have the money, but that's not the same for everyone else. And if you go into sales calls with that mindset, nothing good is going to happen. People are going to stay stuck. You're going to stay stuck. They're not going to feel like you believe in them or that you see more for them. It's your duty to believe that your clients are resourceful. Got it? Great. All right. Belief number four is belief in your purpose. So do you believe that you are actually destined for success? So this comes back to what we were saying, the belief in what you want, the belief in what you're being called for. Do you believe that you are destined for success? I was able to move through that 54 no's in a row because I believed in my purpose. I believed in what I was called for. I believed that I was meant to do this. It wasn't an accident that I was told internally, intuitively, that I needed to start I Heart My Life. 
It wasn't an accident that I had my own quarter life crisis that I moved through and wanted to help other women do the same. It wasn't an accident that I was called to create this program. It wasn't an accident that I wanted to make more money. It wasn't an accident that I wanted to uplevel our life. It wasn't an accident that I wanted James's life to change. All of that, I believe, was an example of desire dropped in. So do you believe you're destined for success? Do you have that belief in your purpose? Because when you have the belief in your purpose, you're able to move through anything, even 54 no's in a row, even someone sending you a scathing email, even your family not understanding why it is you're doing what you're doing, even this fear of being judged for selling. Okay, so it's so important that you are attached to your why and your mission. Programs change, products change, offerings change, team members change. But what is your mission? What is this thing that you believe in without a shadow of your doubt, shadow of doubt, excuse me, that you are meant for, that you are meant to do on this planet? I want you to really generate that belief if you don't have it at the moment. Maybe you had it a few years ago and you lost it. Whatever the case is, take some time to generate that belief in your purpose because it's going to see you through. When challenges arise, when things come up, you'll be able to see, you know what, this is just prepping me for the next level because I know what my purpose is. This is not going to derail me. This is not meant to derail me. I know what I'm meant for and I'm going to keep going. Same thing with selling. When it feels like nothing's happening, keep going. Ask questions. Why isn't this working? What is the belief that I want to generate? How can I become more confident in myself and what I'm selling and my clients? Where do I need to work on? What do I need to work on here? So get clear on your why and your mission. So those are the four beliefs and sales that I really wanted to cover with you today. Now, I want you to take one minute here and write down which of these four you're going to start working on that you know it's glaringly obvious you need to transform. Belief in yourself, number one. Belief in what you're selling, number two. Belief in your clients, number three. Or belief in your purpose, number four. And it might be all four, but let's start with one and start shifting it today. Now, I've given you some food for thought in terms of being able to shift it, but it's essentially you asking yourself a simple question. What is stopping me from believing in myself? What is stopping me from believing what I'm selling? What is stopping me from believing in my clients? What is stopping me from believing in my purpose? And then you sit very calmly and you just listen for the answer and you write down the first thing that comes to mind and you say to yourself, oh, isn't that interesting? I had no idea or I had all the idea in the world because I've seen this come up a billion times. (laughs) And here's how I'm going to shift that. I'm going to write out the opposite. So if the belief is, oh, I can't do this or I'm not a good enough coach or I'm not good enough in business, you shift it to I am a successful business owner. I am learning more and more every day. I'm growing more confident in every day in every way. You shift the phrase, and that's your new way of thinking. That's what you focus on. You put it on post-it notes. You put it on an audio. You put it on um, alarms on your phone. You spend time really focusing on shifting that belief and generating the new belief in yourself or what you're selling or your clients or your purpose. If it has to do with what you're selling, you'll probably have some tangible things to tweak, some ways in which you can tweak it. Um, We already covered raising the price, lowering the price, adding something in, doing some more testing, getting some more testimonials, just reminding yourself of all the results you're helping people achieve. Belief in your clients. This one really starts with you. So you probably have similar beliefs about your clients that you have about yourself. So what are we going to work on transforming? I want you to get really clear. 
and then belief in your purpose that might come back to you actually uh, reconnecting with your purpose. Great. So I hope this is helpful for you today. I hope you can see that these four beliefs in sales um, regarding sales are all essential to your success. So start with the one that you feel is the most is the one that needs the most attention and then move on from there. Come back to this podcast whenever you need it. And I cannot wait to see the shifts that this creates in your life and business. I hope you loved today's episode as much as I did. It's one of my favorite topics. And I hope you can see that we can make this really simple together. I want you to choose one belief to focus on literally starting today. Start to transform that belief and then move on to the next one and so on and so forth. You've totally got this. All of your sales goals are within reach. So just take action now and you'll begin to see results. And if you want to work with us directly on your sales mindset, on improving your sales process, apply for our business accelerator. We want to work with people like you who are driven and want to go to the next level. So if that's you, make sure you apply by clicking on the link provided in our show notes or emailing us at info at iheartmylife.com. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the I Heart My Life show. For more inspiration, success tips, and ways to achieve your life and business goals, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram on I Heart My Life Now. See you next time.